This is your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Come with us and share your experience, ideas, and suggestions for all the listeners to improve their English while talking about any topic of your preference, whenever it is in English. This podcast is coming to you from San Jose, Costa Rica, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tellez Narvaez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much. Hello, hello, my friends, listeners, how are you? Yes, we are very excited to release a new episode in your new English 21 podcast. This podcast is made for English learners by English learners. And in this podcast, we go specifically on two different words as word of the day. And that's the only content you're going to find in this episode. This is because uh, there are some words that are being used in uh, remarkable articles on the media, especially on uh, digital editions, in this case of the New York Times. And the other thing that I want to rescue, I want to remark uh, from this episode is that the recordings, the sections that you are going to listen to are recorded in one shot without any rehearsing uh, attempt. So this means you might find some mistakes in the pronunciation, in the reading, or in the uh, uh, general making of the sentences or the phrases. But this is the richness uh, and this is the challenge. Uh, this is the reason for which I encourage you to continue learning and improving your English because uh, in real life, you don't have any time to correct or to edit what you say when you are in a conversation, maybe at the cafeteria, maybe in the, in the train, in the plane, at a restaurant, at a hospital, maybe in the street, trying to uh, ask for some uh, instructions or directions. You uh, are not allowed to edit anything, any word in your real world speaking. That is, uh, that is the main intention of releasing the one-shot uh, sections in this episode of this podcast. Even this, even this introduction to the episode is being recorded and released in one single shot. I encourage you, my friends, to continue practicing, to continue learning and improving your English. And of course, you can also share with us on air in any episode of the uh, of the coming episode of the podcast as as it was last week that we got uh, an advisor and a very enthusiastic english learner and teacher of english from japan that was in the episode 23 and i also invite you to listen to it thank you very much my friends we continue growing we continue improving we continue living in English. Thank you very much. Hello, hello friends. How are you? 
How is it going? How is everything? What's up? How are you? What's up to you? How? Um, what? Are, what have you been doing? What have? What have you been doing these uh, these days? What have you done lately for your English? What have you done for increasing your vocabulary, your grammar skills, your listening, and of course your speaking? Have you been practicing speaking, practicing listening? Have you been writing anything? Have you been talking to yourself in, in the morning, in the afternoon, during the break, after the dinner, before going to bed? Have you been talking to you, to yourself, when waking up in the morning, when taking a shower, when getting ready to go to work, maybe, or when you are doing your exercises, when you are working out, working out, have you been talking to you? Have you been talking to yourself? Have you been talking to your pet? Have you been talking to your mirror in front of you? That mirror that reflects the image of you, of course, that beautiful person that is trying to learn a beautiful language as it is English. What have you been doing lately? That's a real interesting question for each of us to answer to ourselves. And what do you think if we go a little deeper into the word of the day? The word of the day, be careful, the word of the day, listen carefully, is amount. But did you know that amount is a noun and also a verb? Yes, my friends, amount is also a verb. Maybe you know this word when it is used as a noun, because as a noun, it means the total number of a quantity, an aggregate, or the, the quantity at hand or under consideration, the whole effect, significance, or importance of something. This is amount as a noun, maybe you think of the amount of money, the amount of time, the amount of something as a quantifier, trying to uh, try to have an answer in numbers. But a noun, this amount is also a verb. Yeah, the conjugation of this verb is amounted, amounting, amount amounted, amounting, and amount. Yeah, and this word, as you might remember, we're trying to use functional vocabulary, so this means uh, useful vocabulary at last, uh, vocabulary words or phrases that are being used in real life English right now. Yeah, and so I'm going to refer to an article, a part of an article that appeared in the recent days in the New York Times, as you may know, the, the New York Times is one of the uh, most important newspapers in the United States. And nowadays, of course, it, it also has a, a digital edition, a digital version. And in this, in this case, today, I'm going to read that section the uh, opinion section and the headline for the article 
written or released on March the 8th, 2021, says of Nazis, crimes and punishment. Punishment is something uh, something that a person that has been doing wrong things, wrongdoing or misbehaving in terms of law, in terms of the rights of other people, of groups of people, or maybe a corporation, receives as the reward for doing wrong things. Yeah. The writer in this article is Margaret Renkel. Mrs. Renkel is a contributing opinion writer based in Nashville, Tennessee, who covers flora, fauna, politics, and culture in the American South. In the southern, the southern state, states of the United States. And the article says, and uh, we're going to stop when we find the word of the day that is amount. Some offenses are so hideous that even the distance of history offers no shield, but that doesn't make justice easy. Nashville, two weeks ago, the U.S. government deported Friedrich Karl Berger, a longtime resident of Oak Ridge, Tennessee, for participating in Nazi war crimes. Mr. Berger was returned to Germany where authorities have declined to press charges of their own. He had lived in the United States since 1959. The crime for which he was deported took place in the winter of 1945 during the last months of World War II when Mr. Berger was 19 years old. According to the Justice Department, he was an armed guard at a satellite site of Neungam, a concentration camp near Meppen. His assignment was to supervise the prisoners digging armored trenches in deadly winter weather. When the Nazis were forced to withdraw, he guided the surviving prisoners on a nearly two-week march back to the main camp. The evacuation alone killed some 70 people. At his trial last year, Mr. Berger acknowledged working as a security guard at the subcamp, but he denied it guarding the evacuation march, denied witnessing any mistreatment of prisoners, denied knowing of any deaths at the camps themselves. Nevertheless, a federal immigration judge in Memphis ruled that Mr. Berger's quote, willing service as an armed guard of prisoners at a concentration camp where persecution took place and quote, amounted to a war crime. Yes, in this case, we've heard yeah, the word of the day in used, uh, uh, be, being used as a verb and in this case in the past tense, amounted, amounted to a war crime. So what the judge is telling here is that all of the actions, all of the behavior that Mr. Berger took as a guard in this concentration camp is 
enough to be considered a war crime. Yes, my friends, uh, I'm going to read just one more paragraph or just one more fragment of the article. At 95, so Mr. Berger is 95 years old. At 95, Mr. Berger have, has had ample time and achieved ample maturity to examine his own conscience and repent of his own actions, but he appears to believe he did nothing wrong. Or perhaps he only believes that actions in the distant past no longer warrant repercussion. Good. After 75 years, this is ridiculous. I cannot believe it, end quote, he told the Washington Post last year. Good. I cannot understand how this can happen in a country like this. You're forcing me out of my home. And good. Yes, my friends, this deportation took place just in the recent days as a result of a trial that was run over Mr. Berger a former German Nazi soldier serving as a guard in a concentration camp in the last month of the Second World War yeah, in Germany. As you can see, my friends, we're trying to, to learn, we're trying to learn functional vocabulary. So this means words that are useful for you to understand uh, maybe an article, maybe a, a, a report on the media, on entertainment, on the fashion, maybe on politics, maybe on economics, maybe in history, maybe in geography, maybe in tourism, maybe in leisure time, maybe in tourism as well. So I hope you continue trying to learn hard as you've been doing until now. Thank you very much. Hello, hello, my friends, listeners, how are you? Yes, this is again a section, a different one of the word of the day because we're trying hard to build up our vocabulary, but with functional words, this means words that are being used in the real life English right now. And I am also citing a, an article that appeared in the New York Times Digital Edition on March 9th, 2021. This article is written by Hamilton Nolan. Mr. Nolan is a writer for In These Times, a progressive magazine. He's been calling for an end to the monarchy since 2013. Yes, interesting, my friends. And the headline for this article says, Down with the British monarchy. We're going to mention here a word, gumption, that is used by the writer in this article. Gumption is a noun that means a systematic, purposeful activity or 
readiness to engage in a daring or difficult action, having initiative. This is the meaning of gumption, and we're going to see that the author uses it in this article. We're going to stop the reading of this article when we find the word of the day, or maybe we're going to read a little bit more. Whatever, I hope you enjoy building up your own functional vocabulary with the help of your friend in the New English 21 podcast. Remember that this is a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Yeah. A recent interview you might have heard about revealed that the British monarchy is a toxic then of backbiting and racism. This is impressive. This is a scandal. And who would doubt it? There is nothing easier to believe than that an institution created to be the physical environment of classicism is awash in inhumanity. Where the public response to this humdrum revelation has gone astray is in the widespread conviction that we should make the monarchy better. Not at all. You cannot turn a bottle of poison into a refreshing drink, no matter how much sugar you pour into it. But a very straightforward uh, remark by the author. Follow. A just and proper response to what we have learned will be for the entire United Kingdom to come together join hands in a great circle around the institution of the monarchy and burn it to the ground while singing Sweet Caroline to maintain a positive spirit. Then the members of the royal family can sweep up the ashes and deposit them neatly in the bin, a ceremonial beginning to a new life of working for a living. So this author is a is very critical with the remaining existence of a monarchy in the United Kingdom. Yeah, the existence of a monarchy is an admission that a government can't or doesn't care to solve people's problems. Instead, it offers spectacle. It has always been easier to elevate one family to a fairy tale life of luxury than to do the dreary work of elevating every single family to a decent standard of living. The common people fund the lifestyle of a tiny, exalted, and so awfully unworthy elite rather than the other way around. Any nation that still has a monarchy in 2021 is proving itself to have a mortifying lack of revolutionary gumption. In this case, the last sentence of the author means that any nation that still has a monarchy in these current days, nowadays, is uh, proving uh, to have a mortifying lack or not having any, any, any bit of revolutionary gumption. Gumption means here initiative or the decision to engage in something difficult or daring to do a difficult 
action. As you can see, my friends, this is a word that has been used in an article appeared on the New York Times in March 9th, 2021, and written by Hamilton Nolan. Remember, you have to try hard to build up your vocabulary, but my recommendation is to uh, enrich or to, and to boost your vocabulary with words from the real life English. This is a words that are being used right now, maybe in the media, maybe in the entertaining industry, maybe in the fashion shows, maybe in sports, maybe in history, maybe in geography, but finally in the in the current days and time. So thank you, my friends, for listening to your new English 21 podcast. Remember that this is a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Remember that you can talk about any topic of your preference whenever it is in English. This podcast came to you from San Jose, Costa Rica, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tellez Narvaez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much.